All right, so let's go to Galatians 6, 7, and 10. Galatians 6. We're going to start at 7. Tell me when you get there. Galatians 6, 7. I'm going to go ahead and read. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth in the flesh shall reap of the flesh corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. It says in verse 10, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially now listen to it. It didn't say some men. It said to all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. So I know there's people on your job that's just tripping and you're mad at them, but this says all. I want to read this out of the amp. Um, it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. In other words, he will not allow himself to be ridiculed nor treated with contempt or allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows in his to his flesh, meaning his sinful uh, capacity, his worldliness, his uh, disgraceful impulses, will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. So then, it says, uh, while we as individual believers have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, all people, not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being, and especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith. And so now there's a time to plant, and there's a time uh, to reap. Let's go to Ecclesiastics 3, 1 and 2. Ecclesiastics 3, 1 and 2. I've already got it here. All right, so to everything there is a season, a time, and every purpose. I'm, I'm sorry. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. So now there's many seeds that we're going to talk about tonight. It's not just a few though tonight, but there are many seeds actually. Um, and today we're going to we're going to talk about uh, seeds we can sow to produce to produce the harvest in our life. Okay, that sounds like a mouthful there, but it's so there are seeds we can sow that will produce a harvest in our life. You know, Pastor Keith said uh, this a while ago. He said, seeds have no value unless they are sown. Seeds have no value unless they are sown. Uh, how we live our life today is determined by the seeds we have already sown. The seeds never look like what it produces. It seems small, but it can produce a beautiful harvest. Example, example would be like um, an orange tree. You know, you put some orange seeds, it, 
maybe six or seven orange seeds in the ground and it will produce over 300 oranges. Now there's different types of, of uh, there's different types of seed. One of them is the word of God. Luke 8, 11 talks about, and, and I'm a, we might as well go there. Luke 11, 8. No, I'm sorry, 811. Thank you. All right. So before that, um, actually, this is the parable of the seed. And, um, but I want to go, I want to just to confirm that the word is a seed. Uh, verse 11 it says now the parable is this the word of the Lord of God I'm sorry the word of God the seed is the word of God is what it says um, so Mark 4 13 says uh, and he said to them do you not understand this parable so basically one day Jesus was teaching uh, a multitude of people by the sea um, and he was talking about the parable of the sower but when the disciples asked him later you know when they when he got him alone he says you know can you break down what what, what does that mean and so mark 4 13 says and he said to them do not be, do you not understand this parable how then will you understand all the parables the sower sows the word okay see the sower sows the word and these are the way the ones by the wayside were the word where the word is sown when they hear satan comes immediately and takes away the word that is sown in their hearts um these are so he's kind of breaking down uh what happens when the word of god is sown in our heart uh so we talked about uh when they hear satan comes immediately uh to take away the word that's sown in their heart uh these likewise are ones sown on stony grounds uh who when they hear the word immediately receives it with gladness and they have no root in themselves and so endure for only a time uh, afterward then when tribulation persecution uh and and uh, offense basically arises it comes for the word's sake and they immediately stumble now these are the ones sown among thorns and they are the ones who hear the word and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful and these are ones on good ground those who hear the word accept it and bear fruit some 30 60 and some hundred so we have the word as a seed and that's why it's important for us to actually come and hear the word on a consistent basis okay so God's word is a seed and <laughs> he's trying to make deposits every opportunity he can and he does that through you know when you come to church and you hear on Sundays and Wednesdays um, he's always trying to make a deposit because he said my word will not return to me void but it will accomplish all that I sent sent out for it to do and so it's important that we hear the word of God because it is a seed that honestly it will grow and produce a harvest beyond your imagination I'll give you for instance my husband and I uh, when we were at the other church we heard the word like I mean six or seven days probably six six days a week about six days a week 
Now, can you imagine coming to a service every single day, pretty much, and sitting under word? So all we got, so it, it, as you're doing it, it doesn't seem like it's doing anything. But the word is so supernatural that it starts to like chip away and divide things that are not like Christ. It, it begins to like transform you before you even know it. Like I share with some people, you know, I used to get high and, you know, that was something I, you know, marijuana was my choice of drug. And I went to church, you know, not high, but I did go to church after maybe I smoked a joint that night before. But I didn't have the strength in myself to quit. Like I, you know, it was like, okay, how am I going to quit this thing? Because I really enjoy this thing. But I offered it to God and I kept coming to church. The more word I got, the more it began to just erase all of the things that I were doing, that I was doing. And so the word is a seed. You have to see it as a seed because if you don't see it as a seed, then you'll miss really what the seed is trying to produce in your life. There are things God is trying to produce in all of our lives. He needs his word deposited in us, but you know, it's, it, I, I, I kind of liken it on like um, vegetables. A lot of people don't like vegetables, and I personally, I personally like vegetables, but there's a lot of people that don't, don't like vegetables. But once it gets into your, your body, your body knows exactly how to digest it. It knows what to do with it, how to disseminate it into all the areas of your body. Well, the word is much like that. So you can't, you can't look at it like, oh, God, this is boring. Oh, God, you know, you have to look at it as, okay, you know what? I'm going to discipline myself to hear, and, and I'm going to trust that what I hear is going right into the, my bones, my marrow, everything that I, the, everything about me. My mind is, is permeating in my mind, and it's causing change to manifest in my life. And so it's important for us to understand that the, the word of God is a seed, and he's always trying to get in us a deposit of his goodness, a deposit of his love, a deposit of, you know, faithfulness, deposit of serving, a deposit of, of, of um, just joy and happiness and peace and all of the things that we really desire to have, but it comes by way of his word. And so we can't, you know, the word is, the word of God is pure. You know, the word, the scripture talks about thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word shows us where we're at and it also tells us where we're going. So we need the word of God. The word is a seed. It's a seed and it will produce a harvest. It ain't, oh, you know, maybe, no, it will produce a harvest. So the more words you hear, the more faith you hear. See, faith cometh by hearing, and what? Hearing by the word of God. So the more words you hear, the more faith you even have. That's big right there because we know that the scripture says that without faith, it's impossible to what? Please God. So now we find that that we have an opportunity to please God with our faith. But how are we going to get to faith if we don't hear? How, how will we, what the, the scripture talks about, how will they know if a, if a preacher is not sent? So the word is valuable and we take it for granted. We really take it for granted that we are able to come and listen to the word. There are people in China that can't even open their Bible, let alone someone preaching a word. So we, we can't take it for granted. The word is powerful. The word is true. The word will uh, show us where we're at. And the word is a seed. So it's important that we get that. Um, 
Now the enemy tries to come and, and steal that word. Um, he's always trying to steal that word through, like I said, uh, any type of offense or affliction or any type of persecution or tribulation. Um, why? Because people start to get disappointed when things don't happen right in their life. They begin to get disappointed. And so when, when, when they don't stand on the word of God, you know, independent of the situation, uh, then uh, that's when the enemy comes in and causes people to in doubt, fear, and insecurity. Um, our words is important. Our words is also a seed. The very words that you speak you know, to um, you know, your children or your husband or people on your job. The, our words are seeds. Our tongue has the power to produce life or death to something or someone. Our tongue can be used as a weapon or a blessing. It can either build or heal people or tear down people. There's a study by Dr. Emoto. He's a, a Japanese um, um, researcher. Um, many years ago, he did a study with rice. Some of you probably have heard this before. Um, but he put rice, cooked rice, in uh, just a bottle where you can see it. You can see, you know, uh, and he had one in the bottle and another in another bottle. On one of the bottles, he actually spoke negative things to the, the rice. Now, the rice is contained in the container, and he spoke you know, like negative things, you know, you suck, you are you're ugly, you're, you know, I hate you, stuff like that. I mean, just really some bad things. Then in the other one, he actually spoke love and, you know, just began to just pour words of encouragement to the other uh, vial of, of uh, rice. Well, at the end of the study, you looked at the both rices, rice, <laughs> and one of them was molded and like really, it looked bad. It was like blackened. The one that was spoken negatively. The other one was, it, it looked like it never even changed. Like it was fresh, fresh rice. And so it was, his, his whole study was to prove that speaking words can really either tear a person, you know, tear a person down or build them up. You know, like, in fact, Hope, you don't know this, but I'd like for you to come up here just to um, show an example here. So I have my friend Hope here. And Hope, I just want to say to you, you are such a beautiful person, inside and out. You have the heart of gold. You have the heart of God. And you are beautiful. You are smart and intelligent. You are precious. You are Actually, the, the name hope is what you give to people. You are just now. People can't see, but look at her. Those words, they ministered to her. So see how she, she was minding her own business, came up here, <laughs> and just those simple words just broke her down. And those are tears of joy, though. You know what I'm saying? It's tears of joy. But that's a good example of how your words are, they have power. Power to move her to tears. I mean, power to, you know, because you are those things. 
everything that I said, so I brought you up here to, to, to show by example, but everything that I said was true about you. Yes. <laughs> See, the tears still flowing. It just keeps flowing. Because what? Those words bring life to you. So see, those are seeds that I've now deposited in her. And so hopefully you'll begin to, you know, water those seeds by hearing what was said. Listen to that, that, that CD. And so you can hear what God was saying about you. You know, those are, those are words of life. And so that's what you want. You want, see, she's like a, she's like a, 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 a seed that needed to be watered. And you water the person with your words. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> put So uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one talks about life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so, does your words build up or cut down? Does your words build up or cut down? Proverbs 15, 4, it says, The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Um, a good prayer to pray over our mouth <laughs> is found in Psalms 141, verse 3. It says, Set a guard over my mouth. Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. So very vitally important. That's uh, Psalms 141, verse 3. 141, verse 3. And so, you know, we have to understand the power of our words. It can either make or break people. So if you're at home and, you know, you're cursing your loved one out, um, you know, that, that is breaking them down. You haven't seen it you know, uh, right away, but that breaks people down, really does break people down. Um, another seed we can sow is our actions. Our actions or our attitudes actually determines others' response to us. You know, you ever um, been impatient and maybe had an attitude and you were talking to somebody and then all of a sudden they seem to have a, an attitude and it becomes impatient. Why? Because you sowed that seed. So seeds can be actions or attitudes. Thank you, Lord. So, I mean, it's important, y'all. God, What God is saying to us is if we want to have a, a year or years <laughs> in our life where... Um, it's it's blessed and it's peaceful and it's you know it's it's um just good you have to start thinking about what type of seeds you're sowing you, that's you can't get around that and because if you really want to see what harvest your or what seeds you've been sowing you can look at the harvest of your life like you know if it's if, if you're feeling like um empty well, what kind of seeds have you been sowing? You know, if you feel uh, uh, defeated, what kind of seeds have you been sowing? Sometimes you can sow bad seeds to yourself. You can start self-sabotaging yourself. You know, you talked about haters, um, uh, about, you know, people sabotage other people when good things happen. But sometimes we can hate on ourselves. You know, I remember, and I still do it from time to time, somebody might say, oh, that's a nice outfit. Oh, yeah, but, 
and then I start to comp you know, talk about what's wrong with what I have. That's self-hating. You know, when you said it, I, I was like, well, when you, that, that's what made me think about that is when you said about, you know, haters. So, you know, we got to make sure that we understand. See, think about it. The seed God produced in Genesis, he's, he produced seed bearing fruit. And so everything in life comes from a seed, if you think about it. You know, a husband and wife come together and they, they bring the two seeds together and what? They produce another seed. Seeds are, you, like, you can't get around it. Seeds will produce after its own kind. And so if, if, if the seeds that you're sowing is of love, guess what? It's going to produce love after its own kind. If it's hatred, it's going to produce hatred. If it's, if it, if, if it's um, uh, unfairness, guess what? It's going to produce unfairness in your life. People are going to, you're going to, you're going to be in situations where it seems like it's unfair. Why? Because you've been sowing unfair seed. You know, uh, if you're expecting for your business, pastor says it all the time, you're expecting for your business to grow and you haven't sown a seed into God's kingdom, well then now it's like you, you, you are hindering yours because you reap what you sow. The service that you sow to, to, the, to, to the ministry. If, the, if your service is one that is lazy, if your service is one that, you know, is, is you don't care, you know, there's, there's no um, uh, buy-in to it. Well, guess what? When you have your business, the same thing's going to happen. You'll have people that will do the exact same thing that you've done. So it's imperative that we see that, that life consists of a lot of seeds in our life. What are we doing with the seeds that we have? You know, if we want uh, a good marriage, we got to sow some good seeds. You know, I mean, we can't, we can't just like um, uh, expect for things to just happen and we don't give the other person, like pour into them. I mean, th that was a perfect example of how you can speak to somebody and they can change just like that. You know, if, a, if, if your husband or your wife is not where they need to be, how about you, you pour seeds of, of, of words of encouragement to the person and watch her or him flourish, begin, you know, it's something about when, um, when people come in counsel, counseling and they say, well, dang, I can't get my husband to do or my wife to do such and such. And then I say, well, pay attention to what they do do. Pay attention to what they do do. And then blow that thing up. Tell them, oh my God, I appreciate you doing that. I'm telling you. And what, what happens? They, want, they begin to want to do more. Because they see the results of what they did. So it, seeds are important. And see, God just really wanted to get all of us to understand the importance of seeds. Because we're, we're, we're always around uh, places and people where we can make deposits. We're always around where we can actually uh, get those uh, seeds actually planted. The other thing is uh, our time. Volunteer work um, at the church or maybe a, a charity that of, your, of your choice. But volunteering your time is important. That's a seed. That's a seed that you're sowing. Um, the other thing is, this is a big one here, your gifts and your talents. 
your gifts. People are sitting on their seed of gifts and talents. And God is probably sitting up there like, I can't believe I endowed them to be able to sing, to write, to dance. And they're sitting on it. And I gave it to them for, to, to serve me. I gave it to them to be a betterment to the, 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 the kingdom of God or to the world at large. And yet they're sitting on the very gifts and talents that God has given them. Not everybody can sing. How dare we get a gift like that and don't give it? The thing about it is, when we give what we do, even if it's little, God will actually magnify that or make it bigger or multiply it. Because that's what he does. He takes the seed and he multiplies it. And so if you're not, maybe you consider yourself not the greatest singer, when you begin to sing, God will increase it. Why? Because he says, now I can trust them. Now they're not taking what I've given them for granted. They are really giving out of their spirit of what I gave in them. And so if you're a writer, the same thing. If you draw, if whatever it is that... I wish I could draw. So don't, don't despise the gifts and the talents that God has given you. you. Ask yourself, why me? Why did he give that to me? Why did he give it to me? Here's the danger, dangerous thing, and I think you might have touched on it. When you begin to uh, compare your gifts to other people, you're not going to be able to appreciate your gift. Because your gift is not going to look like somebody else's. It's not going to sound like somebody else's. And the reason why you can't appreciate your gift, because the gift wasn't for you, it was for other people anyway. And you can't even hear yourself. I know my husband used to always talk to me about uh, me singing. For a long time, some of you may have heard this, but for a long time, I used to think, well, because I didn't sound like my favorite artist, I didn't have a good sound. I really was thinking like, okay, I don't sound like Yolanda Adams. I don't sound like Helen Baylor. I don't sound like these top people. But guess what? I realized I wasn't supposed to sound like them. God gave me a sound. And so I had to appreciate the sound that I have. And then with the help of other people, people would say to me, oh, you sound really good. But then I would be a self-hater. And I would say, oh, yeah, but you know, I, it's okay. I, I'm okay. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we got to stop that because that is a slap in God's face. That is a slap in his face that he is gifted and endowed us with abilities that other people wish they could have. I know my husband when I, you know, I look at the the uh, the disappointment, well, not disappointment, but he's he like he, he there's a thirst and a desire for him to want to sing. It really is. And <laughs> what'd you say? It is. And and like like when he talks, it makes me think about, man, here I have the ability. I'm taking it for granted at times, and this man wished that he could because why? This is what he said. The reason why he really wishes that he can sing is that because he can give this offering to God. Like he wants to be able to give this package of, of beautiful sound to God. Make a, well, <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but so, 
So, but, but that's somebody that's not taking it for granted. Look at the ones that can sing. They can they can sing, they, they can move people, they can change an atmosphere, and yet refuse, they refuse to release the gift that God has given them. Some people are creative. They're very creative. They can look at something, man, and, and, and change that thing, and, and before you know it, it's like, oh my God, they created this big old, you know, whatever. Some people are like that. Uh, this girl here, she's just like that. She could take something out of nothing and create something beautiful. But imagine if she only did it for herself. Nobody saw it. And she's not the only one. This one here. Uh, Blanca, Blanca, she, she has an eye for decorating. But imagine if she only gave that to her house. <laughs> and not this house. So we have gifts, we have talents, we have abilities. And, you know, uh, you're, you're, we, can, we are not the judge and should not be the judge of what God has given us because we can't properly, we can't properly assess it. The reason why we can't properly assess it is because it's coming from within out. When other people hear it, it's coming from out. Do you see what I'm saying? It's coming. So we can, I can't hear myself sing like you hear me sing. You see what I'm saying? So you, I can't be the judge. That's ludicrous if I try to listen to myself and then determine whether I'm good or not. That makes no sense. So I'm spending a lot of time there because we have a lot of talent, skills, and abilities in this church where people are afraid to release. But when you release that seed that's inside you, it will explode, it will expand, it will get better. It literally will get better. I don't sing the same way that I used to when I was at, back at, in Ohio. I'm not the same singer. I'm not toot my own horn, but I know what I was back then and I know where I am today and it is two different people. Why? Because I am embracing the gift that's in me. And see, the thing about it is your gift literally can, can cause money to come into your household. But you're sitting on your gift. So, you know, your gifts is something that God has given each. Everybody in this room has a gift or a talent. Everybody. Some people might say, well, I beg the difference. No, you do. You really do. God fearfully and wonderfully created all of us. And what was God? He said you were, all of us were created in his image. If we're created in his image, guess what? If he created, guess what? We're creators too. We can create. And so it's important that we understand, don't sit on your gifts. Don't sit on your abilities that God has given you. The scripture talks about delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires of your heart. When you sow that seed of what's in you, that, that brings delight to God. That really, because think about it, he's looking for what he sowed. He sowed the seeds of you being able to sing, you being able to dance. Like I can't dance like Hope and, and Amelia. I, I mean, I tried. <laughs> and it didn't look. Right. 
So, I mean, but that's a gift. That is a gift. You know, to be able to move people through dance. I saw this little uh, video of these little young girls, and I think it was called Testimony. It's a song called uh, Testimony by Dottie Peoples, I think is who was by. But um, uh, these young girls, they started off talking about the testimony, and then they danced to the song. And I mean, they, man, the moves that they had, the arches in their back, the flips and the uh, flops. I mean, they were, like, they were, yielding their bodies to I have never seen young people like that the expressions on their face was like you know I mean they were just like they didn't care how they looked or anything they just they just was real and raw and I thought to myself my god that's freedom right there to be able to do what they're called to do money is also a seed money is also a seed and so when you sow your and your offering, you know, God wants to, he says, prove me now, saith the Lord, that I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out of blessings that you only have enough, time, enough uh, to receive, Malachi 3. So money can be a seed. You know, one thing about it is we got to watch. We, some of us have no problem sowing seed, but we have a big problem receiving seed. That's a problem. Now, the thing about it is the reason why it's a, a problem is because if you are a sower, God is actually trying to use you to be a sower to, to sow to other people. The only problem is if you're not a receiver, guess what? You're not going to get as much because you're getting to give, right? You see what I'm saying? So you got to see yourself as good ground. Like you got to see yourself as soil. You know, soil where, you know, like, like if, if, if someone was a sewing to me, and I tell you, I, I, I learned this a, a while back. Somebody, uh, it was during a service, and they came up to me. It was, the service was like real live this particular day. And I mean, the spirit of God was moving. People were running. And uh, this young lady came up to me, and she had a pair of shoes, the shoes that was on her feet. And she said, here, God told me to give these to you. And she gave me the shoes, and I was so honored the fact that she, she walked in with shoes on and walked out with no shoes. I was so honored the fact she did that, that I was, the whole service, y'all, I was thinking of how I could pay her back. How can I give this woman, how can I, maybe I could take her to lunch. Maybe I could do all these things. Why? Because I had a hard time receiving. So receiving, those that are givers oftentimes have a hard time receiving that ought not to be so because that's how we get to give you see what I'm saying and God and so you might say well I already give I want you to give more so we got to watch um, not not uh, being able to receive that is that God is trying to get things to us, and if we're not in a open arms to receive, well, then now it just it it, it just it it deflects. It goes somewhere else of the people that will receive. And so, um, you know, it it this this whole seed time of harvest. Because some people say, well, I've sown and I have not rece received a harvest yet on what I've sown. Well, you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise. The scripture talks about how we really um, have to wait. They that wait on the Lord, you know, we have to 
eat because it's coming even though it hasn't come right away it's coming I mean I believe that the what the life that I'm living right now is as a result of the seeds I've sown way back in Ohio now it took what 18 years for seed to come forward but here's the key I got so lost in serving I didn't even notice the time and that's what happens when you get lost in serving serving God's kingdom serving God's people you you don't notice the time you don't notice it all at, at all and so you know it's important that we get that we we are seeds I was uh, listen. I was so blessed by what I heard last night. Um, you mind me sharing what I heard last night? Okay. So Amelia has been believing God for a husband, and one of the things that she does that that I thought was so cool is that she has a journal and she literally uh, has. I guess thoughts about the husband prayers about the husband I mean just like really blessing him uh, uh, in this journal and I thought about it uh, I was like you do you realize how much seed you're sowing into your husband who is not here yet but he exists and so then she had the nerves to say what was it you said something and I, I was like well don't reject your seed do you remember that? It was like you, you, I said, oh, I'm going to be teaching about seed. Oh, no. I think it's what I said. Kids. What happened? You said the, um, the children even good seeds because they'll be a blessing to them. Uh-huh. So, well, they could be, Hold it. Hold it. Oh. Go ahead. So you said my children were, I was even um, sowing seed because the children, the way I'm raising them, they'll be ready for him and he, it won't be hard for them. And I said, well, some days they, and you said, no, no, don't say that. Don't mess up that seed. Just because you, you're, you're saying your about mouth. the words of your mouth. Yeah. So here she is believing for something, but in the same belief, she can literally cause the, the words that comes out of her mouth to snare what, what, what she's believing. So, you know, or feeling embarrassed. Or, you know because of what you're believing or, or you know and so you know sometimes we can self-sabotage you know what God is doing in our life you know sometimes we we say we want certain things but sometimes we don't even expect it you know we say we want a good marriage but sometimes we don't expect it we say we want you know our finances and everything to happen uh, to get better but sometimes we don't expect it and so it's important that we um, understand the power of seeds. Your children, man, they, I, I, when I think of children, oh my God, do you know how many seeds can be deposited in them to make them like great? Man, and every word that is given to them will either make them or break them. And for all the words that are negative, just like five words that are negative it would take like a thousand to undo the five that's how powerful words are that's how powerful your seeds are and so the question again is what harvest will you get and what harvest do you expect based on what you've been given 
given of your time, given of your money, given of your talent, you, the, the gifts and the abilities that God has given you, what type of harvest do you expect? And what harvest will you get? So that's important. It's important that we understand the power of a seed. And everybody in here has the ability to sow a seed. Everybody in here is a seed. The question is, will you sow yourself? Will you sow yourself to God? Will you sow your heart to what's, what matters to him? People matters to God. Will you sow, you know, your time by visiting the sick? Maybe writing people that are incarcerated. Visiting the less fortunate. I mean, will you sow your time? Nursing home, people that are in nursing homes. You know, that's, that's what makes God happy. So we all are seeds. You are either negatively sowing yourself or, or, or positively sowing yourself. The good thing about it is you can decide. And let's say you say, well, dang, I done sowed a lot of bad seeds. What do I do with that? <laughs> what do I do? Well, the first thing is you can stop sowing the bad seeds. Begin sowing good seeds. And then ask the Holy Spirit to show you the areas of your life where you have sown some bad seeds and ask God to forgive you and then ask him to reverse that bad seed if, if he'll show grace and mercy on you. Seeds. Seeds. You are a seed. I am a seed. Will you sow the seeds that God has placed in you Will you sow, or are you too embarrassed or ashamed? So it, it should never be, you know, now we're human, so we're going to feel a pull, like, you know, if we got to stand before people and, and do that kind of thing. Sometimes you're going to have a pull that we're human. But should, shouldn't God matter more than you maybe feeling like you're going to look crazy or whatever the case is. I mean, when it's all said and done, you want to please them, right? I mean, that's what we want to do. We want to please them. Even if I got up here and I flopped, God knows my heart. And I believe that he'll, he'll, he'll bless uh, in spite of whatever our shortcomings are. You know, that's why the scripture says we decrease so that he'll increase. So you're, we're not going to be perfect. So we might as well get that out of our head and just go ahead and just be free and be used. Be the seed that God has called you to be. Be your seed, not my seed, anybody else's seed, but your seed. You know, she's got a wonderful way. Uh, Venetia has a wonderful way of capsulizing uh, thoughts. She does. She has a beautiful way of doing that. But guess what? That's, that's seeds that God placed in you. And I can't be jealous or, you know, man, I wish I, could, I was like her. 
And I spent all my time thinking about, man, I wish I was like her. But then I forfeit all the things that maybe I do that you ain't even doing. So, you know, it's, 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 it's imperative that we tap into the gift that God has given us. That's a gift. That's actually a gift. And no matter what anybody tells you, you are beautiful. You're precious. You have a great heart. She's crying too over here, by the way. <laughs> because words, words are powerful. Words are powerful. So I just, I, I really want to encourage everybody here to start paying attention to the gift that's in you, seeds that you're sowing, whether it's on the job or whatever. Matter of fact, we read, remember, we read where, you know, God wants us to be good to all men. It didn't say just to, to uh, people that are believers only. He says to everybody. He'll take care of the ones that aren't treating you right. He'll do that. He'll take care of them. But our job is to actually be obedient. And I can only imagine what the creator is, is thinking when he, when he designs something and he's not getting what he designed. Not because it's not in there. It's because they're not letting it loose. And then I can only see him being upset with the fact that, man, I put a seed in them to do a particular thing that only if they did it, I was going to increase it more and more and more and more and more. It was going to get better and better and better as long as they just start. If they would just start and allow my gift to shine through them. Seeds. You are a seed. I am a seed. You have seeds in you. It's your choice tonight to determine what you're going to do with the seeds that's in you. You can continue to hoarder the seed. And then if you hoarder the seed, nothing happens to the seed, right? Nothing happens. The seed is just it's dormant. Or you can make a choice today to stand and say, God, you know what? I repent. For taking the seed that you put in me for granted. I repent for not allowing your creativity to flow through me. All because I was either inside myself or I was embarrassed or whatever the case is. I repent for thinking that all that mattered was how I feel about the gift that you've given me. I repent that I never saw it for other people. I saw it for myself. I wanted to feed myself. Yeah, you sound good when you sing. That's feeding yourself. Oh yeah, you, you laid it down when you, when you did that dance. That's feeding yourself. It's not for us, it's for others. So I, today I just wanted to just really encourage everybody to just start looking at your life as a seed. And if you are, if you're uh, in this room and online and you start to look at your life and you're not happy with your life and, and how it's uh, unfolding, it's oftentimes because of the seeds we've been sowing. And so God wants us to have a wake up call to really, really think about those seeds that we've been sowing. Because we are reaping a harvest, whether we like it or not.
I think about the seeds that you and your husband sow into your children. Y'all sow a lot of seeds into your children. And the, the beautiful thing about it is at, at one point, they, some of them were kicking and screaming and all, but they're starting to like really, really um, flourish because of the seeds that y'all have been sowing into them. So remember tonight, you are a seed. And God wants to sow you into anybody and everybody that's around you. And every time when you deny that seed from shining and doing what it's intended to do, you're denying the creator the opportunity to really relish in what he did, what he designed. It brings pleasure to him to actually see what he created. That brings delight to him. Especially when we're free at doing it. Oh my God. He loves it. And so we gotta see this one, this one here, this one here. <laughs> Kalina. Kalina came to Ayers and she hadn't sung probably in, I don't know, it was years. All the people on the praise team, y'all, they have increased. Y'all know they have really increased from the time when they started until where we are now. These are not the same people. And what I love about them is they gave what they had and God increased it. Give what you have. Because sometimes a seed is in a small form. But just because it's in a small form doesn't mean it's going to not get great, greater. So don't despise the seeds that you've been sowing, don't despise those because they will come to pass, those good seeds I'm talking about. Don't, don't, don't feel bad that you had to sow good seed because they will reap a harvest. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Amen.